Hello, Oregon. It's Monday, February 20th. This is Andrew Thien with a midday news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Life. A bipartisan plan is moving through the legislature this session that would spell big changes for how Oregon handles home construction. If approved in mid-March, as lawmakers hope, Oregon would estimate how much new housing is needed in any city with at least 10,000 people every year. If cities don't clear red tape or take other steps to speed up construction, the state would step in and hold the cities accountable. Oregon would also post updates on how cities are faring so anyone could see. The breakdown would include how much housing is needed across various income levels. The plan is unique because Oregon has a renowned public involvement process that's baked into its land use system. But even Democratic leaders like Representative Ken Helm, a land use attorney, say the state is, quote, probably over-prioritizing public involvement to the expense of some of the other goals, unquote. If cities fail to make progress, Oregon would put them on notice and start an audit and take further steps. Oregon is exporting more goods than ever before. The state's exports soared nearly 14% last year, totaling $34 billion. That's an all-time high. It's the seventh straight year of increases for goods and services shipped outside the country. That's according to data compiled by an industry research group. State economists say the story's a bit more complex. Semiconductors remain the top export and account for nearly one-third of the value of all exports. But the value of those Oregon-made microchips took a massive hit in 2022, dropping by nearly $2 billion. Oregon's exports to China fell 21% last year as well. Meanwhile, Mexico is increasingly important to the state's export industry. The nation went from the 11th largest export destination to number two. Inflation may have helped juice Oregon's export sales since prices rose rapidly both in the U.S. and around the world. Economists say they're still unspooling the export data. For example, the sales of pesticides, fertilizers, and other agricultural chemicals soared by more than $500 million last year, and experts say they aren't sure why. Oregon Governor Tina Kotek has cleaned house in a few state agencies at the top seat so far, asking directors to go, and that goes beyond the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission. But there's another agency director who doesn't even have the permanent tag who's sort of waiting in limbo still. David Gerstenfeld is still leading the Oregon Employment Department as an acting director and has been so since May of 2020. That's when Governor Kate Brown fired his predecessor during the tumultuous early days of the pandemic when tens of thousands of unemployed workers were caught in technological hell across Oregon. Gerstenfeld helped the department navigate those three years, and he's still standing, but in an indefinite role as a stand-in, even as the state is facing rising unemployment and a new family leave program it's trying to get up and running. Oh, and you may recall that the state's brutally obsolete computer system is still an issue. Back in December, Kotek told the Oregonian and Oregon Live that she may replace Gerstenfeld, but she thus far hasn't taken steps to do so. Some insiders say replacing him may make symbolic sense, but who else knows the job as well as he does? The past three employment department directors have been fired by the governors. For more on this story, go to OregonLive.com business. How else would an NBA All-Star game end than with a Damian Lowered 3? Portland's seven-time All-Star capped off the 2023 All-Star game with a game-winning three-point shot on Sunday night, his eighth of the game. It's a game or a showcase, I'm not sure. Well, either way, he made it. 
It was the second time in the past three years that Dame drained a three to end the game. Lillard also won his first three-point contest at the Salt Lake City Showdown, sporting a Weber State jersey to honor his Ogden, Utah alma mater. The Oregonian's Bill Oram, that's our sports columnist, was there in Salt Lake, and he says the Salt Lake City event is just another reminder of Portland's inability to land the All-Star game. Portland, you might recall, has never hosted an NBA All-Star game. This was the second time Salt Lake City has hosted. To read Bill's column, head to OregonLive.com slash Blazers and tune into our Sports by Northwest podcast later this week to hear more about Dame, the Blazers, and all things NBA. A reminder, our news updates are going to post around noon every Monday, but we will be back to our regular schedule for the rest of the week. That means episodes will post in the early morning hours. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.